ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان خير الكلام كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار قال الله جل وعلا في كتابه واذ اخذنا ميثاق بني اسرائيل لا تعبدون الا الله وبالوالدين احسانا الله سبحانه وتعالى he says in the Quran that when we took the covenant from Bani Israel, when we took the covenant from Bani Israel, and we said to them, "Do not worship other than Allah Subhanahu wa Taala." وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا and be dutiful to your parents. إِحْسَانٌ is the word used by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. To show how one must be with their parents, as Allah Jalla wa Ala says in other ayat of the Quran as well. وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّاهُ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا That your Lord has ordained that you worship none other than Him, and you show ihsan to your parents. What is the meaning of ihsan that Allah Jalla wa Ala wants us to show our parents? Ihsan is the highest level of piety. Ihsan is the highest level of obedience. Ihsan is the greatest good deed. When it's all perfection in good deed. As Allah Jalla wa Ala mentions when he says, وَأَحْسِنُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ That perfect your good deeds because Allah Jalla wa Ala loves perfection in good deeds. So this is the ihsan that Allah Jalla wa Ala wants us to show to our parents. Irrespective of their religion. Irrespective of how they treat you. They could treat you in the best possible way in this life, we have to give them ihsan. They could be the most abusive parents to you, you still have to treat them with ihsan. Because this is the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Jalla wa Ala, He says, وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّا وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا That your Lord has commanded that you worship none other than Him and you give ihsan to your parents. إِمَّا يَبْلُغَنَّ عِنْدَكَ الْكِبَرَ أَحَدُهُمَا أَوْ كِلَاهُمَا 
you may see one of them or even both of them reaching old age in front of you. Do not even say oof to them. Do not show them any signs of discontentment. Do not show them any signs that you are upset with them or you find hardship in taking care of them. And do not repel them. If they need anything from you, you give it to them. If they ask you for anything, you respond to them. If they call you, you are there for them. And do not repel them. But say to them the greatest words. Say to them words of piety and righteousness. Say to them words of generosity and kindness. And lower to them the wings of humility. Lower to them the wings of mercy. And make dua for them. Say, Oh Allah, have mercy on them because they brought me up when I was small. They brought me up from a young age. So make dua for them. So people will ask and they will say, but my parents, maybe they have caused problems in my marriage. Or my parents, they do not show me respect. Or my parents still treat me like a little child. Or my parents abuse me physically and verbally. They may come out with different arguments. Allah Jalla has challenged all of these arguments in the Quran. He says in the Quran, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, Wa in ala Allah tushrika bi wa in jahadaka ala an tushrika bi ma laysa lak bihi ilm fala tuti'huma if they push you and they try and force you and they try and make you commit shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah jalla wa ala uses the example of shirk because inna ash-shirka la dhulmun 'adhim because shirk is the greatest oppression shirk is the greatest sin Shirk is the worst thing to ever take place on this earth. So if your parents were trying to push you to committing shirk, trying to make you disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what did Allah jalla wa ala say? فَلَا تُطِعْهُمَا Do not obey them. وَصَاحِبُهُمَا فِي الدُّنْيَا مَعْرُوفًا But accompany them, not just show them. Accompany them in this life with goodness and excellence. Even if they are trying to push you to commit the worst evil, even if they are trying to push you to disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah jalla wa ala, he said, accompany them with excellence. وَاتَّبِعْ سَبِيلَ مَنْ أَنَابَ إِلَيْهِ And follow the path of the righteous who turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So no matter what your parents have done to you, or no matter what they are still doing to you, you have to show them excellence. You have to accompany them with excellence. Because this is the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by this argument that Allah jalla wa ala mentions in the Quran, or this evidence that Allah jalla wa ala mentions in the Quran, He wipes out every argument anyone can bring. Because no one can compel you to do something which is worse than shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers, we are living in a time where the Western culture and the environment is having an effect on the Muslims. Not just the children, but also the adults. So they do not want to spend time with their parents. They do not want to look after their parents. 
They do not want to be kind and show manners of excellence towards their parents. But we know this is not the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah jalla wa ala said on the tongue of his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Jannah, Jannah lies at the foot of one's mother. Jannah lies at the foot of one's mother or at the feet of one's mother. And the Prophet also said the pleasure of Allah Jalla wa Ala is in the pleasure of one's parents. And the anger of Allah Jalla wa Ala is in the anger of one's parents. Every time your parents are upset with you, Allah Jalla wa Ala becomes angry. Every time you harm your parents, Allah Jalla wa Ala becomes angry. Every time you make your parents cry, Allah Jalla wa Ala becomes angry. But if you make them smile, if you make them happy, if you spend time with them, then this pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the religion of Allah Jalla wa Ala. And these are the rights that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to the parents. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu, he says, Sa'altu al-Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I asked the messenger of Allah, Ayyul amali ahabbu ilallah. What is the greatest action, the most beloved action to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, As-salatu ala waqtiha. To pray salah in its time. Then Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he said, Thumma ay. Then what after this? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Bifur walidayn. To be good to your parents. To be dutiful to your parents. Then Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he said, Thumma ay. Then what? So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Jihadu fi sabilillah. Fighting in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A man, he left his parents to fight and participate in jihad with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He left his parents to fight with the greatest of mankind so he can be in the army of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What a great honor this is in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked him about his affairs. And he said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, I have come to participate in jihad with you. And I have left my parents crying. Only because I wanted to come to you to show how good of a deed that he has performed. How excellent his action was. Because even though they are his beloved parents, he sacrificed them for the Prophet and he left them crying. So the Prophet said, go back to them. Go back to them, but going back to them is not sufficient because he made them cry. Go back to them and make them laugh just like you made them cry. This will be your expiation. Go back to them and make them laugh just like you made them cry. And this teaches all of us a lesson that if we upset our parents, then in order to expiate this, we need to make them happy the same way that we made them sad. If we abandon our parents, we need to take them in just like we abandoned them. If we said harsh words to our parents or showed signs of discontentment, then we need to show the opposite of this in order to expiate this. And this is how a person will attain Jannah. Some of the Salaf, like Sufyan al-Thawri and others, they said, as long as your parents are alive, that door of Jannah is easy for you to enter. But if Allah Jalla wa'ala takes them away from you, 
then this door of Jannah would close or almost close and it would be difficult for you to enter from that door so be dutiful to your parents because this is being obedient to them is being obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and disobeying them is disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala making them happy is making Allah jalla wa ala happy and upsetting and angering them is angering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I will quickly narrate to you the story of Uwais Uwais al-Qarni rahimahullahu ta'ala Uwais al-Qarni wanted to meet the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and as we know those who meet the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam those who even see the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam while he was alive and they are believers they come from the ranks of the Sahaba they have the title of the Sahaba the Sahabi if he sees the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or meets him while believing in him when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is alive so Uwais al-Qarni wanted to meet the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the only thing that prevented him from meeting the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was his mother because she was unwell so he said to himself if I go to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who is going to take care of my mother so because of this he sacrificed this journey so he could spend time with his mother and he did not see the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam knew about Uwais he was informed by Allah Jalla wa'ala about Uwais so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam described him to Umar ibn al-Khattab and he said, oh Umar you would need a man called Uwais if you meet him then convey him salam and ask him to make dua for you Umar ibn al-Khattab asking someone who is below him in rank to make dua for him the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away and when Uwais wanted to meet the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he found out that he had passed away so he did not become from the Sahaba because he was taking care of his mother Umar ibn al-Khattab searched for Uwais and then one day he came across him and he said you are Uwais al-Qarni he said yes I am he said I convey salam to you and I ask you to make dua to Allah jalla wa ala for me so Uwais looked at Umar he said, oh Umar, you are Amirul Mu'mineen you are the leader of the believers who am I to make dua for you? Umar ibn Khattab, he said, I am the leader of the believers and as the leader of the believers I command you to make dua for me so he made dua for Umar ibn Khattab the rest of the Sahaba and the Tabi'een they heard that Umar was commanded by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to ask Uwais for dua so they began to search for Uwais and Uwais he thought that something would enter his heart from pride and arrogance because the people are turning to him so he fled and no one knows where he went and no one knows where he passed away so this is the virtue of someone who left the status of being a Sahabi because he wanted because he was taking care of his parents or he was taking care of his mother أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام 
على الأتمان الأكملان على خير خلق الله أجمعين وعلى آله وصحبه ومن صار على سبيله ونهدي وسلم لسنته إلى يوم الدين أما بعد الله سيد واعبدوا الله ولا تشركوا به شيئا وبالوالدين إحسانا فواشق الله جل وعلا and do not associate partners with him and show excellence to your parents I will narrate to you now the story of Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu. Abu Huraira became a Muslim towards the end of the life of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In the last few years of his life sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And his mother had not accepted Islam. And Abu Huraira knew all of these ayat of the Quran. And the ahadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam regarding the virtues of the parents. <coughs> so he went to his mother one day and he asked her to embrace Islam and she became upset or she became angry so she began to say vile words about the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in front of him Abu Huraira and this hadith is Sahih Muslim Abu Huraira could not understand why his mother was doing this so he kept trying to call her until she kept insulting the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he began to cry. So Abu Huraira rushed to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he was weeping and he said, O Messenger of Allah, I only want good for my mother. I am calling her to Islam and she is saying things about me that I do not like. Please make dua to Allah that Allah guides you. He could have asked for anything radiallahu anhu because she has just said evil things about the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam but he said please make dua to Allah that Allah guides her so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam raised his hand and he said Allahumma hdih umma abi hurayra oh Allah guide the mother of Abu Hurayra Abu Hurayra he went back to his mother's house and the door was locked and she heard his footsteps outside. So she said, Makanak ya Abu Huraira. Stay in your place, O Abu Huraira. Then Abu Huraira heard the sound of water, meaning she was taking a bath. After she completed taking the bath, she put on her clothes and she opened the door. And she said, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. That I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger. Abu Huraira, he said, I began to weep again. Tears of joy. So I ran to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I said, oh messenger of Allah, your dua has been accepted. Then Abu Huraira said to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, oh messenger of Allah, please ask Allah to make all of the believers love me and my mother. And let me and my mother love all of the believers. He would never leave his mother out in any good that he wanted. So the Prophet wasallam raised his hands. And he said, Oh Allah, make Abu Huraira and his mother beloved to the believers. And make them love the believers. <coughs> Abu Huraira later said, There has never been a believer except when he finds out about me, he loved me because of the dua of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
This is how Abu Hurairah was with his mother. You find in another narration that Abu Hurairah he respected his mother so much and he was so dutiful towards her and he wanted to implement everything in the Quran regarding the parents. That when Allah Jalla wa'ala says in the Quran, وَاخْفِدْ لَهُمَا جَنَاحَ الذُّلِّ مِنَ الرَّحْمَةِ وَقُلْ رَبِّ ارْحَمْهُمَا كَمَا رَبَّيَانِ صَغِيرًا That lower to them the wings of mercy and humility and say, Oh, my Lord, or oh, our Lord, have mercy on them because they brought me up when I was young or they raised me up from when I was young. Abu Hurairah, whenever he would meet his mother, he would say, Assalamu alayki ya ummatah wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh that peace be upon you, my beloved mother, and may the mercy and blessings of Allah be upon you. Rahimakillah, kama rabbaytini sagira. May Allah have mercy on you, because you raised me up from when I was young. Every time he would meet her, he would say this. He would say the complete salam, because he knew that making dua for his mother is something that Allah Jalla wa'ala loves. So he would say, Assalamu alaykum. That peace be upon you, Ya Ummatah, my beloved mother, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And may the mercy of Allah be upon you, and may Allah Jalla wa'ala bless you. Rahimatullah, may Allah have mercy on you. Kama rabbaytini sagira. Just because you, because you have raised me from when I was young. So his mother, she also knew that making dua for the children is encouraged, because the parents' dua is always accepted. So she used to say, وَعَلَيْكَ السَّلَامُ وَرَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ وَبَرَكَاتُهُ That may the peace and mercy and blessings of Allah be upon you. رَحِمَكَ اللَّهِ يَا أَبَا هُرَيْرَةِ رَحِمَكَ اللَّهِ كَمَا بَرَرْتَنِي كَبِيرًا That may the mercy of Allah be upon you because you have been dutiful to me even after you have grown up. Look at these amazing du'as and how the Sahaba they treated their parents. These are examples for us to follow. No matter how old we are, and no matter how old our parents are, they still have rights upon us. And even if they commanded us to do evil, even if they ruined our lives, even if they caused separation between us and our spouses, even if they harmed us in every possible way, we still have to show excellence towards them because this is the right that Allah Jalla wa'ala has given them. <coughs> this is the right that Allah Jalla wa'ala has given them. And I will conclude insha'Allah ta'ala with a piece of advice that one of the major scholars in Medina gave us. He said, the most valuable thing to your parents, and listen carefully to this, the most valuable thing to your parents that you can do for them is to spend time with them. Phoning them is not enough. Sending them a message is not enough. Giving them gifts is not enough. The most valuable thing you can do for them is spending time with them. Sitting with them. Talking to them. Making them laugh. Making them happy. That time, that precious time you give them, it is priceless in their eyes. And inshallah ta'ala, priceless in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because if it makes them happy, it will make Allah jalla wa'ala happy. 
This is the greatest thing you can do to them. Because sometimes brothers and sisters, they call their parents and they think they have done their duty towards their parents. Or they send their parents a gift and they buy them everything they can possibly buy. And they think they have done their duty to their parents. But there is nothing greater than spending time with them. Because this is what they want from you. They want to see their children. Especially, they want to see their children pious in front of them. They want to see their children making dua in front of them. They want to see their children. They want to see their children holding their hands. Walking with them outside. Sitting with them at home. Taking them to places. Doing activities with them. Making them happy. This is what they want from their children. And one of our teachers, he said, people they neglect their parents so much when it comes to their time. He said they will give them everything except for their time. But they do not understand that time is more valuable than everything else. This is why Allah Jalla wa'ala swore by the time. Because time is valuable. Time is valuable. And if you spend time with them, then this is how you would seek the reward of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, many brothers and sisters, their parents are dying in hospital. And they provide everything for them except for their time. They pay for the best room, they pay for the best doctors, they pay for the best equipment, they pay for the best food, they pay, they give them gifts, they send gifts to them. They do everything for them except for time. They do not spend time with them, they do not sit with them, they do not hold their hands. He said, these people have lost everything in front of Allah. Have lost everything in front of Allah. This is not being dutiful to one's parents. And then the Shaykh, he mentioned that this is, your parents at this stage, they do not care about food, or doctors, or the hospital, or the comfort. They care about their children, and how their children are going to be towards them. And the child as well. If he really cared about his parents, wouldn't he want to sit with them and ensure that they die upon La ilaha illallah? So this is how a person is dutiful to his parents. He may find that he has to take time off work. He may find that if he takes time off work, his provisions will decrease. Let them decrease. He may find that if he takes time off work, he might have to find another job. Let him find another job. Because if his parents pass away, this door of Jannah is closed. This is more important than your provisions over here. This is more important than your work. This is more important than everything else that you have. This is not just your Jannah, it is your Jannah and their Jannah. To ensure they die upon La ilaha illallah. To ensure they are pleased with you at the time of death. Imagine them waiting for you and you didn't come. So they became upset and then they passed away. They died and they were angry or upset to you. Allah Jalla wa'ala will be angry and upset to you. But this is how a person is dutiful to his parents. By spending time, by showing love and affection, by saying good words, by buying gifts, by sitting with them, by walking with them. This is what they want to see. And this is what will bring us close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us all to be dutiful to our parents. To allow all of us to be dutiful to our parents.
us to always remain patient in times of hardship in front of them. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to be from those who frequently make dua for them in our salah and in the night and throughout the day. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to raise us with our parents and allow us to go to the highest Jannah with them. To make us a means of their Jannah and them a means for our Jannah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us all and our parents. And if our parents have passed away, then we ask Allah jalla wa ala to have mercy on all of them. And to forgive them for their sins. And to overlook all of their errors. And to overlook our deficiencies towards them. We ask Allah jalla wa ala to have mercy on this ummah. To unite us all as one ummah. And to Allah wa sallam.